Hello and welcome inside the Inside Source, the Inside Source podcast on Spotify for ACU TV here at Abilene Christian University, right across the ACU TV studio at the KCU podcast station. I'm Joseph Chapa alongside Hutton Harris, Connor Mullins, Jalen Garrett, and we're going to be breaking down NFL Championship Sunday, the conference championship games that happened this past Sunday between the San Francisco 49ers, the Los Angeles Rams, the Cincinnati Bengals, and the Kansas City Chiefs. How we'll do this is we're going to go ahead and start with the AFC because that was the first game being played. We'll take a little break, then we'll break down your NFC game, and that will be all. So, fellas, let's go ahead and start with the Bengals and the Chiefs. And I want someone special to start. I want someone special to start. <laughs> I want us to give him his flowers. I want us, you know, to give him some, give him some of applause. Connor, you're the man, man. Go ahead and break this down. I called it. Overtime, Evan McBoney McPherson gets really the game did. winner. I mean, what you, can I say? I, I called that. it. You nailed I that. nailed it. Except that it, it wasn't 41 38. But, 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 it's 27 24. <laughs> Chiefs kind of threw it away in those last few minutes. I mean, but the Bengals defense made plays when they needed to, and that's what won them this game. Hudden mentioned it earlier on the podcast last week that if the Bengals were going to win this game, it was going to come down to the trenches. And then they sack them on that last drive a couple times and they get the ball back. Over the last three seasons, the Chiefs were a perfect 5-0 and in games against teams they lost to earlier in the season and were averaging over 39 points against those teams in the playoffs. And they had won 21 straight games, including the playoffs when Hill had a touchdown. So it just didn't work out for the Chiefs, and it's it sucks because, I mean, they've been to four straight AFC championships. They're kind of building that dynasty, and then they lose like that in Arrowhead to a Bengals team that's rolling right now. I mean, they're going into the Super Bowl with all this momentum. And McPherson gets another game winner. I mean, he has the most postseason field goals by a rookie kicker in NFL history. Chase has the most receiving yards by a rookie in a playoff run in NFL history. I mean, the, the Bengals are rolling. I mean, they got all this momentum. I just hope they don't get blown out in the Super Bowl, which we'll see. Rams, I don't think the Rams have the firepower to blow them out, but we'll see. Well, if Connor and I could have combined our <laughs> right, predictions right. and bets. <laughs> Uh, I think we, we, we should have uh, watched this in Las Vegas because uh, if you go back to our podcast last week, Connor and I picked the Bengals, and the the combined score that I had was 23-21. It was 24-21 to end the game yesterday. So that was awesome, okay? But, Connor, I didn't have McPherson uh, <laughs> uh, hitting the game winner. I have so many thoughts about this game. I was so excited to watch this, not just because I picked the Bengals, but just because, again, you, as a sports fan, I think that we all root for the underdog at times. Not necessarily yesterday, most people, but um, we mentioned this, like Connor said, this is the fourth time in four years that we've seen the AFC be probably represented by the Chiefs, you know, going into AFC Championship Sunday. And you could go back and look at the Patriots game that they lost, this game they lost. I mean and the Super Bowl they lost, and then the Super Bowl they even won, okay? So all four of those chances, that they, 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 could, have, they could be either 0-4 or 4-0. And so, again, they got one championship out of it. Um, I just wonder what we're going to do in 10 years and look back and say, how do you blow this? How do you, how do you have the best quarterback of his generation to uh, – 
to only go to really two Super Bowls, and of course you're losing to Tom Brady, but you really only beat Jimmy Garoppolo in one Super Bowl, which was okay. That's You won the Super Bowl, good for you, you know? Um, but to be honest with you, the Chiefs fans have to be gutted right now just because they had every opportunity in this game. They were up 21-3. The biggest play of the game, in my opinion, was uh, first, second, and third goal, I believe, right before halftime. Okay, so it was very yeah. similar to the Rams game last week with the Bucks, right? So the the Bucks last week had a chance, or, or sorry, the Rams last week had a chance to go down, or sorry, to go up by four scores going into half. It would have been twenty-eight to ten or something like that. And uh, and Cam Akers fumbles the ball on the goal line. Okay, exact same thing except no turnover here. Just uh, the clock ran out where. Mahomes started to do some really strange things where he, okay, he's got 15 seconds left. You got to throw the ball in the end zone. You have no timeouts. You really don't have a choice. They have a couple, they have one really weird play where, uh, you know, Mahomes just throws it away or, or that he just, you know, throws it in the ground, good defense. And then they throw it out to Tyreek Hill to end the half. And where everyone's thinking, ah, no big deal, you know, okay, whatever. But in my mind, I'm thinking, well, now it's 21-10. 11 points is really not that big of a deal in the NFL these days, right? So they go into halftime. The other difference to me in the game is that if you watch the game, you realize that the adjustments that the Bengals made were mainly defensive. So in other words, instead of rushing Mahomes and blitzing him, 45% of the time, I read this this morning, 45% of the time, they dropped eight back, meaning that they just said, you can run if you want. Jarek McKinnon, you're going to beat us if you're going to beat us. In other words, they didn't want Mahomes to, like I said last week, get in a groove. You know, you you want to, you want to stymie his his rhythm, right? And so the biggest play or plays of the game was probably during the halftime uh, break where they said, okay, guys, we're just going to force them to run the ball. And that's exactly what they did and kind of forced them to say, okay, we think that we're going to kill you instead of beating you. They, they, they kind of played into Mahomes' uh, hubris, you know? And so, so we get to 21-3, 21-10, and then halftime. And then all of a sudden, the Bengals just start chipping away, chipping away. And then Mahomes throws an interception, chipping away, chipping away. And it's exactly the type of game that you have to have when you're trying to beat someone who is better than you. In other words, any in any sport, when you have a, a team that's better and you let that underdog hang around on the road, you, you – that's that's a recipe for disaster and so we can talk about it obviously i want everyone to, to talk about it but yeah man connor and i need to go to las vegas and figure out a way to, <laughs> to bet maybe because, i need tickets yeah. to the super bowl because our our Bengals are going to the super bowl how do you think you can get us tickets yeah 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 bowl? so uh if you guys will just uh give me a thousand dollars each that'll get you parking can we do like a payment yeah. plan <laughs> the super bowl then the whack gentlemen yeah. hey, exactly hey. we could probably tailgate for a thousand dollars each in the parking lot <laughs> <laughs> no i think this was my favorite game to watch going in the Rams and 49ers were my favorite game and which that was also a great game too but I think this one just kind of was like you don't know what it's, you don't know what's gonna happen I wish it was the second game oh yeah I wish it was the second yeah game. I wish yeah I wish it was the primetime game yeah Hutton like you said after halftime Mahomes looked out of it like he like we know he's a scrambler but it just seemed like he was like really lost trying to find somebody and that credit to that defense like you said connor was really pressuring him and i don't know it just seemed like mahomes was just 
making dumb decisions to a degree. And it's like that was kind of a realization that he's not super he that he's not superhuman, that he's human. And like you said, he's lost the Super Bowl. He's not made the Super Bowl within the last four years. And so and also I think this is also a big thing that their offensive coordinator too is one of the hottest Right. Candidates for a head coaching job. So it's like if you lose him too, it's like who knows where this offense is going to go in the offseason. But back to the game, Joe Burr. Yeah, man. <laughs> man is tough. The man is really, really tough. I loved how he took control of the game as the game was winding down. Like he was, when nobody was open, he took it himself. When nobody was open, he would take it himself. And, and that O line yeah, held up. Yeah, they yeah, really they did hold up. And, um, also credit to Tyler Higgins went off when Jamar Chase had not a great game too. So I'm glad that someone on that wide receiving course stepped up yep. when it was much needed. And so, cause the last time they played Jamar Chase had 266 receiving yards and four TDs. And so credit to the, the Bengals, you know, I think it's exciting to see this quote unquote Cinderella team in the Super Bowl. I think this is going to be, one of the most watched Super Bowls in a very long time. It's gonna be in LA. Yep. Joe Burr in LA. <laughs> You're right. I mean that there what more can you ask for right now? Like it's the NFL is in a great place right now. What a game. It's just and and at that point in the fourth quarter, I was like, at this point, I honestly don't care who wins because it's like that was probably a preview of the Super Bowl. Yeah. And who knows what the Super Bowl is actually going to be like. But that was, again, another Super Bowl-esque performance in the playoffs. And it just showed that the playoffs was one of the greatest playoffs in recent memory. For sure. Totally agree. And you guys did a great job at focusing on the positives of the Bengals. Now, I got my uh, pro football focus Bible open right here. Teach us. Patrick Mahomes. I'll give you guys two statistics. In the first half, his passer rating was 150. Second half, his passer rating was 12. Oh, yep. my God. His QBR in the first half was 98. His QBR in the second half was 2. Oh, my God. Bengals defense. But that's what had to happen. They had they had to slow him down. They and did. It, yes. And But Patrick Mahomes was not only slowed down, again, to the credit of the Bengals front four, the adjustments. Like you said, dropping back because they knew Mahomes was going to play like Madden, like Michael Vick out there just like running in circles out in the backfield. I picked the Chiefs because I gave the star edge, star power edge over Patrick Mahomes, the same way I picked Green Bay, the same way. You picked Dallas Cowboys. All right, I wasn't going to go that far. (laughs) I wasn't going to go that far. Same way I pick like a team like Tampa Bay with, with Tom Brady. But it lets me down time and time and time again. And I'm happy about that because sports, just because you have maybe the, the star power edge doesn't mean you're going to win all the time. Lesson learned, lesson learned. I think Patrick Mahomes sees this game as an all-time collapse. I mean, this dude is a generational talent. He could be one of the greatest of all time, if not already, depending on your rankings and your criteria. But the Chiefs, not only that, they destroyed themselves in that aspect. They didn't run the ball in the second half. You have McKinnon. You have Williams. You have Clyde Edwards-Elaire. Where were they in the second half? They were just shut down. Tyreek, nowhere to be found, off the underneath patterns. But credit, you know, 
again, the Bengals showed up. They needed that type of game. Joe Burrow, cold assassin, man. I mean, it's that mentality that he has. Can is he a natural thrower of the football? Yes. Can he scramble? Yes. But what sets him above a lot of these players who I think he's the fifth fifth best quarterback in the league, top five already. If he wins, I'd have I'd replace him above Allen, put Allen slide over to five. Is his mentality. He never he he always kept his poise. Even in the early game when the Chiefs tried to force him that early quick outs, early games, you know, three step dropbacks and boom, you gotta throw it real quick to the checkdowns. He remained poised. Now I got a question for you guys about the Chiefs. Where do where do they go from here with Patrick Mahomes and this all time collapse? 21-11, and that I think I think you guys were right. Is that that first half stop by the Bengals that won them the game? Because it seemed from that point on, Mahomes was chasing that play and said, "Oh, that was it right there. That was my money. That would have changed the momentum." So, Jalen, we're gonna start with you. Where does Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs go from here to bounce back and hopefully reach another conference championship and a Super Bowl? I think where they go from here is one making sure that offensive. Offensive coordinator does not lead. Eric Bieniemy. Yeah. Eric Bieniemy. Yes. Bieniemy. I yes. never pronounce his last name. <laughs> yes. He has been the orchestrator for this offense for the past, um, close for, to a decade. Yeah, now. for a while. And for a while yeah. now, and it's worked. And their offense is so fluid. They've been one of the top five offenses for the past five years now. At this point, you gotta make. You gotta really polish that running game. Make sure that Clyde's Clyde Edwards stays healthy because you can't always depend on the pass game. And it was good to see Clyde back in. He had he didn't have his best game coming back from injury, but you gotta get that run game rolling. That game against the Bengals yesterday proved that you can't always depend on that passing game all the time. Amen. Same with the Rams. Same with the Rams. You know, they're Matthew Stafford, gunslinger. You have guys like Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham and Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods and all these uh, receivers. And But if you don't have that run game that you can fall back on, then defenses are going to know how to pressure you. They're going to know how to stop you from scoring. And so I think what the Chiefs need to do is make sure that they polish that run game and do whatever they need to do to keep Eric there in Kansas City. And if he somehow leaves, in which I would like to see him be a head coach, especially as a black head coach, we need more black head coaches in the NFL. You just gotta you just gotta find that that secondary offense because again, we've seen teams who are great throwing bombs, fifty yards, sixty yard bombs for five hundred yards. But then we don't have that run game, what can you fall back on when you don't have that passing game and so that's what the Chiefs need to do and I think Clyde Edwards is a solid running back for them I don't think he needs to be the greatest running back in the world but I think he's very talented enough to be there consistently get 800 900 rushing yards a season so that defenses can be like okay how can we stop this passing game and this running game too so I think that is the main thing they need to do this offseason. Make polish that run game and continue to feed Clyde the ball. Amen, Jalen. Preaching a sermon. Connor and Hutton, you guys believe in the Bengals magic. We want to leave off of a positive. Joe Burr. 
I think before the start of the season, it might be because he was injured last season. I did. I have to. I I gotta say, I'm not gonna say. Oh, I always believe in Joe Burrow. I was a little doubtful at first. I didn't know it was gonna come to this. Hutton, and then we'll throw it to Connor. Joe Burrow, if he wins a Super Bowl, if he brings a Super Bowl to Cincinnati, he will. Cincinnati, which a team that was a joke last year, was a joke the year before, and the jo- and you know pretty much throughout all of our you know lives they were a joke. What would that mean to the city of Cincinnati? Well, they haven't been in the Super Bowl since the '80s. I was two years old in 1988. Okay, um, I, it's it's and it's an incredible turnaround. Uh, you don't see quarterbacks in their second year take take any team to a conference championship. First of all, except for Mahomes, pretty much, um, and and let alone go to the Super Bowl because normally in that AFC NFC championship game. You're, you're meeting the cream of the crop. And we're going to talk about it in just a second with the Rams and the 49ers and how spectacular um, your quarterback has to be for you to be in the Super Bowl. You just don't see many bad quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. If they were to go on and win the Super Bowl in L.A. versus L.A., uh, I think Burrow could basically retire <laughs> right there <laughs> because um, a lot like uh, any franchise in any sport that is hungry for a championship – um, they, Cincinnati just doesn't really have much when it comes to sports. In other words, Cincinnati University of Cincinnati was in the Final Four this year, which was pretty awesome, yeah. right? The Reds, okay, yeah, they were great in the seventies. Um, you know, they had King Griffey Jr. when I was growing up. That was kind of fun. Um, but besides that, this is this is a pretty big deal to them, obviously. Um. And so I will just say that if Burrow wins the wins the Super Bowl, uh, he'll be, of course, on every on every talk show for the next you know six months. He'll be is 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 Burrow better than Mahomes? Is Burrow better than Allen? No, <laughs> is he better I, than Brady? I, I don't think so. This is just a, a case of a team that is hot, and um, I I picked up on it after they beat the Chiefs in Week 17, and I I said this is a team that I want to you know. Um, I want to to watch and, and enjoy, but I'll say one other thing. I think we'll get to the Super Bowl picks hopefully, you know, in, in the next couple of, of uh, days. But um, the reason that they won that game, in my opinion, is not just because of Joe Burrow. Uh, he was he was good, um, but I think the biggest reason was is because if you look at the first half and the second half, like we're talking about, Tyreek Hill is the best weapon in the NFL when with with the exception of Cooper Cup I would say but a different type of weapon in the first half he had something like seven seven receptions for 75 yards his closing line was seven receptions for 78 yards 75 yards, whatever yeah, 70 yards. So, so whatever it was okay they took him out of the equation that's how you have to beat the Chiefs and that to me back to the question you asked Jalen is scary for the Chiefs because, again, if you take that weapon out, I, I would say this, enjoy throwing to Kelsey 50 times. I mean, great, you're going to get those underneath patterns all day long. That's not going to lose. You're not going to lose the game most of the time because Kelsey's fast, but he's not Tyreek Hill fast. Tyreek Hill mm-hmm. is once a generation player, right, once in a generation. So I would just say, yes, Joe Burrow won the game yesterday, yes, um, Connor's guy McPherson won the game yesterday. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But I think the game ball has to go to the defense in the second half, and that's why, to me, I will be picking the Bengals to win the Super Bowl. And 
and probably the next 10 Super Bowls. So And he's getting his tickets to every single one of them. Yes, there you go. <laughs> to me, it's more like the 2011 Mavericks catching lightning in a bottle sure. going all the way. That's that's what I see with the Bengals, and I, I think with all the momentum they have, I don't, I don't see it slowing down, at least maybe in the Super Bowl against the Rams, but anytime soon in the next couple of years with Burrow and Zach Taylor, as long as Zach Taylor stays in Cincinnati, which we'll see. Uh and they yeah. have yeah they have a really bad offensive line like you said yeah, terrible and, offensive and line. so they're only going to upgrade there they're only going to upgrade they right. have a good running game okay with uh with Joe Mixon, with Joe Mixon and P Ryan okay they have obviously an incredible receiving core their tight end played what four snaps yesterday yeah which may hurt them in the Super Bowl obviously and then they have Joe Burrow so again they're only going to get stronger so the AFC to me depends on where we can talk about this in the offseason where Aaron Rodgers go, where Aaron Rodgers goes I mean, the AFC is going to be stacked yeah. when it comes to young quarterbacks. I mean, Burrow's the second quarterback since right. 1950 to lead a game-winning drive in each of his two career road playoff starts. I mean, if he can do it, he can do it again in LA. I mean, he's done it twice. Why can't he do it again? It's almost like the guy doesn't know what he's doing. Exactly. And he's just kind of, he did the same thing in college, right? So yep. he started out at Ohio State, okay, and. Basically, it was Doesn't like, uh, I'm not gonna. This isn't gonna work at Ohio State. And then he goes to LSU, and then out of nowhere, he brings LSU, you know, from basically, you know, the middle of the SEC to the national championship. And then they go right back down, you know. <laughs> yeah. Their coach gets fired, and now he's, you know, in the Super Bowl. And so, there's something about this guy. But there's, it, I think the biggest, the biggest takeaway for me from the game yesterday was that Mahomes, by far, with I would say with Josh Allen. How they those two guys have the most talent when it comes to physicalness of a quarterback, right? In the NFL, Kyler Murray may be right there too, but Mahomes. I mean, uh, sorry, Burrow just is a winner. He's just a winner. That's it. And I think that's the perfect adjective to leave off with. With this segment coming back right after the break, we're gonna be breaking down the NFC game, Niners Rams right after the break. All right, it is NFC Championship breakdown time. Breaking down the Rams versus the 49ers. Guys, this game, I agree. This game should have been the first game. <laughs> the Chiefs and the Bengals should have been yep. the primetime game. Connor, we're going to we're going to break it down with you first. Rams win 20 to 17. Matthew Stafford, his first Super Bowl, man. This was this was it. I was so happy. And now we're having a Super Bowl between two likable quarterbacks. It's a win-win for a lot of fans. But break us down what you saw in this game, physical game between the Rams and the Niners. I mean, Stafford won. I mean, that's huge for him. Rams played really as well as they needed to. In that first drive, they set the tone. They get the most place yards and time of possession of any Rams drive this season, just setting the tone early. 49ers defense played really well in that first half. Fred Warner had a great game. But then the Rams get 200-yard receivers for the first time this season. And then let's compare Goff and Stafford for just a second in postseason. Goff is 3-for-3 in the playoffs. 57% completed, four touchdowns, two picks. Stafford 3-0, eight touchdowns and one interception. I mean, you can't ask for much more from a trade that you obviously won with Detroit getting Stafford to his first Super Bowl, seeing the emotions on his face after that game, hugging his wife. I mean, this is gonna this is a really fun quarterback battle in the Super Bowl. I mean, you got a young Burrow who has played as good as he needed to to get to the Super Bowl, and then you got Stafford, a veteran who's never been to a Super Bowl. He's been in the league for 13 years. 
and he's never been on at this high of a level in his first season with a brand new team. I mean, it's hard to pick a winner because there's two great stories there mm-hmm. with the quarterbacks. And then the Niners, I mean, Garoppolo didn't play well. He just didn't play well. I mean, he, and we knew that going in that the Niners did not have a great quarterback. And now Jimmy G's in a contract year to where he may not even be in San Francisco next year. He just didn't play well. He was two for 10 when he was pressured and had an interception. He threw an NFL high eight interceptions when pressured this season, and five came since week 18. And that certainly is the storyline for the Niners is, okay, you look at the quarterback position because you do have two starters, really. It's and they even have Jimmy Trey G. Lance. They have Trey they Lance. Spent, they spent a third pick in the draft on him and don't even play him. I know. That's, that's all I'm going to say. And so that's a huge question mark, although I will disagree with you a bit. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is a good quarterback. I don't think this game's all on him. I think the Rams, they didn't, the front four, they didn't really have that type of you know star-studded affair. But I think late in the game, especially those final three drives, Jimmy G finally felt that pressure. He finally felt like, hey, I'm dropping back. And, then, and again, that, that pick sealed the deal. But Jimmy G, I think he's hanging in there. I don't think the game's all on him. I agree. Um, it wasn't all on him, but I said it heavily depended on him right either he was going to play really really great or really really bad and credit to that rams defense aaron donald and them boys were putting pressure especially on those like you said joseph those final three drives and then that uh game winning interception at the end with a little over a minute left aaron donald he put that (laughs) ring out i said he wants it i said this rams team is tough and can we just say that Cooper Cup is the best wide receiver I've ever seen in my life? This dude. Not Des Bryant? No. <laughs> not even close, bro. He's he's Now he has the record for the most 100 receiving yards games in a single season. Man has been clutched. Man dropped 183 against the Bucks against Brady. And then he just dropped 142 with two touchdowns. This man is clutch. And he knows him and Stafford are like this. They are close. And it just seems to be working out with Cooper Cup. It's like, it's really, he's, he's probably had one of the most perfect seasons ever. It's like he never made a mistake at all. And uh, it seems like this Rams team is so complete. They just really took, that defense took control of the game. And I also think Stafford looked very calm. And I love how he said he didn't feel any pressure. Yeah. He he knew he hasn't really been in these type of moments, but with when you're a veteran quarterback like he is and you've been considered one of the best quarterbacks of the last decade, you just don't have that playoff success. You gotta be you gotta be confident in those moments. And all those wasted years in Detroit has prepared him for this moment now and now we get to see him in the Super Bowl Hutton's best friend Matthew Stafford I am happy for Matthew Stafford I mean the guy has very little going for him he's got a hundred million dollars in the bank he's from Highland Park he's got a state championship he played at Georgia he's the number one pick overall really tough life the guy's got you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> really, really happy he's playing in the Super Bowl good for him man um, no I am excited um, for for him and and I'm not a Rams fan. I'll be very honest with you. I, I don't really care for them, but I don't think that I'm going to root against them necessarily if they win. Okay, cool. You know, ex- good for them. He cares about uh, Joe Burr. Yeah, that's right, man. <laughs> uh, no, but I they're obviously the the opening you know line underdog. Um, 
but uh, as far as the the Bengals go, but I, I, okay, so I like to look at games and say, yes, touchdowns um, are big plays, but there are smaller plays that kind of build up to those touchdowns, right? Or or field goals. There were uh, there were two plays. One's very obvious, and one's not so obvious. Made by the 49ers that uh, really swung the game to me. So George Kittle catches the the touchdown to go ahead, 17-7. And you could hear the 49ers fans in there going crazy. Loud. Okay. Um, and at that point, I think most people thought the 49ers would take care of business. Um, f- but from that point on, as Connor was saying, Jimmy G was, uh, he just, he, he dissolved. He, he was not a part of the game. I mean, in not, not in a positive way. So uh, it's uh, first down, ball thrown out to Cooper Cup, gets seven yards. Minute 59 left in the third quarter. Um, again, the 49ers are excited. Okay, they're really, really excited. And uh, even though Cooper Cup gets seven yards, one of the 49ers linebackers, I'm going to butcher his name. I'm just going to read it right here. Uh, Alashir, okay? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Number yeah. 51, okay? He gets a really dumb taunting call, okay? I saw that. Why, why are you talking to this guy that just got seven yards. I, I, I don't understand, okay? <laughs> and so from that point on, there's a little bit of a shift in the, in the momentum, right? So that's a seven-yard gain plus another 15. So that's a 20-something-yard gain right there, right off the bat. Your, your team's up seven, 10 points, and, you know, going to the fourth quarter. What are you doing? Then, of course, um, Matthew Stafford throws a, a sky ball in the middle, in the middle of the, the field, and one of the safeties, obviously, for the the uh, the 49ers just drops an interception. Just drops interception. Right in right? his hands. So, again, those two plays right there, the game turns on those two plays. And from that point on, I mean, like Connor was saying, um, Garoppolo basically just did not show up when he was pressured. And the Rams said, okay, well, we're just going to pressure you. And, and I cannot help but think I'm looking at the list of quarterbacks how many quarterbacks would have been able to hold on to that lead in the in the NFL? I know Dak would have. I was waiting. I, I, I looked at Joseph to say I, Dak Prescott. Because, I swear. Because again, I know. I, I mean, you just go down the list, okay? Yeah. Jimmy G is in the bottom third of the NFL when it comes to I need this throw right here, make it, and he didn't make it. And so again, you're right, Joseph. I don't think that this is totally on Jimmy G, um, but. When you have a 49ers team that has Debo Samuel, you have Elijah Mitchell, who's not even their starting running back, who's amazing. You have, obviously, George Kittle, who is the second-best tight end, in my opinion, in football. Um, you have all these weapons. And then you go on defense, and you have Joey Bosa. Or, sorry, you have uh, Nick Bosa. Yeah. Um, you've, got all these, you've got all these weapons. All you have to do is get the ball out of your hands. And he could not do that. And so credit to Matthew Stafford. Credit to OBJ. Not a big fan of him, but I do like I do like him. He's amazing. Yeah. I mean, he's oh, amazing. Yeah. He's amazing. You know, I mean, he is what Antonio Brown did last year is what he is doing this year. Where five years ago, those are the two best receivers in the NFL. They've they both found new Super Bowl, probably winning teams, and recreated themselves, right? Reinvented themselves. So I would say this overall, I was happy that the Rams won the game because in the fourth quarter when it mattered, they were the better team. And and you could finally feel that Aaron Donald, Von Miller, basically their defense, Jalen Ramsey, 
all of those draft picks that they had spent over the last couple of years finally paid off. Now, I will say this. One last thing about the Rams. They're going to win the Super Bowl more than likely, in my opinion. I'm not picking them, but I think that they will, okay? And it doesn't matter, like we were talking about, you know, the Mavericks uh, a little while ago. It doesn't really matter when you look at that banner. It doesn't matter who they beat. But if you look at who they beat, okay, they have beat a really, really bad Cardinals team, okay? A really, really bad Bucks team secondary-wise, okay? So I'm not saying the Bucks were a bad team. I'm just saying, I'm just saying they were they had a terrible secondary, okay? My opinion, they weren't at full strength. This is this is the theme. This is what I'm saying, okay? And then again, a 49ers team that at one time was three and five. Okay. So I'm just saying the three the three teams that they've beat or they've beaten. Probably in November, not the best teams that you would think that it would be That's the answer championship, right? Yeah. Uh, probably a full strength Bucks team. Probably, in my opinion, takes care of the Rams. My opinion, okay. I think the Packers probably do it. I think the Cowboys probably do it at some hey. point. Okay, at full strength. Okay, I'm just saying. But this is how the dominoes fall, and so good yeah. for them. They're figuring out a way to yeah. win, and happy for them. I can't wait for two weeks from now because yes. I do think that the the Bengals will figure out a way to stymie them, but. Um, good for good for Matthew Stafford. He needed something to go right for him. And there was a that was a very physical game. It was. Like they were guys were going at yeah. each other. Odell was getting hit, which and, is what we thought it was going to be, right? And, was and he good. still went off for one thirteen. Those are the two styles of the two teams, especially with the Niners. And to the Rams' credit, they took away the 49ers style of the running game, yes. the screen game, and they made it say, "Okay, Jimmy G, you got to drop back and you got to dime us up." Good luck. Yep. Yeah. Good yep. luck. Dot us up. And I think with the Rams, again, you guys covered a great job of the main the main uh, talking points is Matthew Stafford showed up and he balled. Good for him. I mean, the the defense showed up. Cooper Cup showed up. The man. And I think back to Jalen Sermon early talking about the Chiefs and the Bengals. Sony Michelle, Cam Akers provided that line of scrimmage physicality, provided some of that break for Matthew Stafford because if they don't have that physicality in the running game, they do not win. I don't even think they probably even put up 20 because if they would rely on Matthew Stafford throwing, because he, I believe he threw for 41 times, you don't. If you don't have that running game, you're throwing for like 50 times. I yeah. mean, you're you're looking like a right. an Allen Mahomes shootout, and you're just not going to win that way. But wrapping up the final four before I, I throw it to you guys for any final thoughts is that here the final four. Man, the NFL postseason has just been insane. This has been a Wonderful so one. so delicious. It's, it's been, been so delicious. It's been great, bro. It's been a blast, and I can't wait for Hutton to give us tickets to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, he's but paying, I think he's he's taking all of ACT. He's taking all LA. of ACT right. field trip broadcast production. We're going to LA. We're going to we're LA. We're staying at LeBron's house. Yeah, that's right. That's we're right. We're gonna be actually doing the game, guys. So <laughs> we're gonna actually yeah. be producing oh, the game. Oh so. yeah. And with the Chiefs, we learned that you have to take care of business early. You have to stay poised. If you're Patrick Mahomes, you're that status. Get it done. The Bengals, Joe Burrow, he is here. He has risen to what he needs to be. This is his calling. I mean, he has taken LSU and the Bengals too. Like you said, middle of the SEC and poverty franchises to Super Bowl championship contenders. Rams took care of business. And the Niners just kind of really need to reinvent themselves and say, how do we get back? Any final thoughts, guys? Yeah, I'm excited to see who the 49ers quarterback is next year because <laughs> yeah. 
I think a lot like the Steelers, I think those two teams I would be very afraid of if the right quarterback is in that system. It's Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. I, 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 obviously, I think Dak goes goes to Pittsburgh, right? I think Brady goes to Dallas. Right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I think and Sean then, Payton goes to goes to Dallas. Yes, right? yeah. yes. See, I like this. We're out to a great morning. We're out to a great morning. It's feeding my soul. It's feeding Next my soul. on Joseph's first take, dream. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Guys, this is a lot of fun. Can't wait for about you know week and a half, two weeks, whatever it is to talk Super Bowl. We just finished breaking down Championship Sunday. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. And like always, go Cowboys. <laughs> God.